Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first few minutes of a private conversation between one of England's monarchs and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is August 1917. The First World War is still raging in Europe. George has been contacted by the government because there's been some suspicious activity. Someone is reporting to be him, but with a different name. Naughty, naughty. Come. Ah, there you are. Please take a seat. Young man, this is a terrible mistake. I'm sure we can sort this out. My name's Charles Barry. I'm going to conduct your interview. Where am I? For whom do you work? (laughs) Classic opener. Well? Sir, I work for the Directorate of Military Intelligence, Section 5. You might know us as the Secret Service Bureau. Uh, no. We changed the name three years ago. I think we're going to have to create an acronym, though. That current name is far too long. I've never heard of you. We were set up to monitor the activities of the German government in 1909. As you can imagine, since the war broke out, our activities have become even more vital. How so? On the day after the declaration of war, we'd already arrested 21 suspected German spies. Well, we hadn't arrested them because we don't have the powers, but the Met Police had. I'm sorry, but how does any of this relate to me? We have strict control over the entry and exit channels to Britain. We're also inspecting everyone's mail. We have some questions for you, that's all. I must protest at the way I've been treated. Has no one offered you a cup of tea? Yes, but... Quite right. With this war on, the quality of tea available is shocking. Shall we begin? I have no idea why I have been dragged here. Dragged? I'm quite sure we would have sent a car. That is not what I meant. There is no reason for me to be here. You're here because there has been some suspicious activity. Someone reporting to be you has been accessing crown funds. But they have a different surname. It's thrown everyone here into quite a panic, I can tell you. Which surname? Windsor. That is the correct surname. No, it isn't. The king's surname is Saxe-Coburg-Gotter. It was until last month. I changed it to something less German. Forgive me, but you would say that, wouldn't you? If you were trying to make me believe that you were King George V. Young man, I am King George V. Well, let's go through some security questions, shall we? Just to make sure. Get on with it, then. Full name, please. George Frederick Ernest Alberts Windsor. Date and birthplace, please. Marlborough House, London, on the 3rd of June in the year of our Lord, 1865. Hmm. All correct so far. The names of your six children in order of birth, please. Oh, for God's sakes. Edward, Albert, Mary, Henry, George and John. Correct. I should think so. Anyone on the street could tell me that information, so it proves nothing. What we need is a question that not everyone would know. 
What's your favourite hobby? Philately. Stamp collecting. Stamp collecting. I have the most comprehensive collection in the world, over 250,000 stamps. Mm. I should have asked you a question I know the answer to. Oh, for God's sake. I believe you were in the Royal Navy. Yes, that's correct. I graduated when I was 14 and then joined HMS Bacanti for three years. I only stopped when I became the heir to the throne. I believe you crossed paths with Mansfield Smith Cumming at the Royal Naval College in Greenwich. Did I? And who is he? He's the head of military intelligence, section six. But I don't think that will help you. I can assure you... You've travelled quite a bit over the years, haven't you? I have, yes. Where have you been? The Caribbean, South Africa, Australia, South America, Egypt and Singapore. The colonies of the empire, mostly. And again with your wife? Yes, in the year of our Lord 1901, Gibraltar, Malta, Aden, New Zealand, Canada. And I believe you also visited India and Burma. Oh yes, a couple of years later. Where are all these questions going? Identity fraud is one thing. But being a spy during a time of war in Europe is another. A spy? How dare you? I see here that you went to visit the Kaiser for his 43rd birthday. That was in 1902. Hmm. And in 1910 you attended your father's funeral. Well, yes. Was I not supposed to? Which was also attended by the kings of Belgium, Bulgaria, Denmark, Greece, Norway, Portugal and Spain. Are you seriously telling me that it was just an innocent meeting? I'm related to most of them, for God's sakes. My mother comes from Denmark. I'm half Danish. My sister married into the Norwegian royal family. It's your connection to Germany that I'm most worried about. Isn't your wife half German? Yes. But... And didn't you entertain your cousin Kaiser Wilhelm at the inauguration of the memorial to Queen Victoria in 1911? Yes, but... And then, two years later, you went to Berlin for a wedding. Need I remind you that Germany, Austria-Hungary and Italy are the enemy? Now, but not then. They weren't then. In July 1914, you were visited by Prince Henry of Prussia, the Kaiser's younger brother, were you not? Yes, but... What did you talk about? We discussed the rivalry between Austria and Russia. Carry on. I made it clear that England would not allow Russia to be overthrown in the event of an attack upon it by Germany. Yes. You said, we shall try all we can to keep out of this and shall remain neutral. I sent a telegram to Wilhelm saying that Britain would support France in a German-Russian conflict. Surely that was clear enough. I think he thought you were joking. That man is the greatest criminal known to man. He wouldn't know a joke if it slapped him in the face. And so we come to where we are. Is this going to take much longer? I have an appointment in an hour and it's going to take me exactly 57 minutes to get home. So, uh... What's the hurry? It's only 3.30. It's actually 4pm, I think you'll find. No, it isn't. Well, it is by my watch, and my watch is the one that matters. You aren't in the clear yet, I'm afraid. Do you know Sir Douglas Haig? Yes, he's a friend of mine. Oh, really? You approve of this tactic of throwing more and more soldiers into battle to die, do you? I do not think it is my place to interfere. My personal opinion is not warranted. 
I understand you went to visit him at the front. Yes, October 1915. What happened? Well, he lent me his horse and assured me it was trained for crowds. As I inspected the royal flying corps, they shouted three cheers for the king. Horse reared and threw me. Ouch. Massive bruising and a fractured pelvis. Was in bed for a month. Your visits. I have evidence that you have visited the front over 400 times. To see the British and Imperial troops. It would be extremely good cover for a spy. For the last time, I am not a spy. Is that even a real moustache? Of course it is. Hey, ow! Just checking. Do you own a trench coat? Most probably. Sprecherzy Deutsch? Ambition. Aha! Perhaps I should call you Fritz instead. My name is George. Is that your code name? No, it's my first name. These trips to the trenches. Come back with anything as a souvenir? Bullets? Bombs? A VD? How dare you! No, I have not taken anything back with me. Ever fired a gun? Lee Enfield? I'll talk to him later. Hmm. I imagine they have difficulty knowing where to put you when you visit. There's a distinct lack of VIP area in the trenches. I have no need to be treated as a VIP in those conditions. My men are suffering. It is the least I can do. Have you ever been to a Nafi? Well, yes. A good place to sidle up to a general. Get him to show you his manoeuvres. I do not drink. I gave up alcohol two years ago to set a good example. Alcohol is the only way to get through this war. Even Churchill has refused to give up Hock. Are you mad? I'm getting there. I think your family connections put you at risk of disloyalty to your country. Ridiculous. What would you do, for example, if your cousin, the Russian Tsar, asked you to bring him and his family to England? I would refuse him. You heartless bastard! But you just said... Yeah, but that's just cruel. Cruel? I'll tell you what's cruel. Force-feeding those poor suffragette women in prison. That's cruel. I agree, but... I wrote and told the Home Secretary so. That damned Emily Wilding Davidson threw herself under my horse, but that doesn't mean they deserve that. What about your relationship with Count Albert Mensdorf, the Austrian ambassador? What about it? I believe you wrote to the Count assuring him that he would be welcomed back after the war. You signed it, Ever your devoted friends and cousins, George and Mary. Look, I can assure you that my family and friends in no way affect my decision-making. That's what they all say. I have struck off eight knights of the Garter that are considered enemies to Britain, including the German and Habsburg emperors. Right, I have deprived both of their honorary ranks in the British Armed Services. Big whoop. Both my sons are in active service. David is in the 1st Battalion Grenadier Guards and Bertie is on HMS Collingwood and was in the Battle of Jutland last year. Uh-huh. Were I allowed to fight, I would be up there too. I wanted to fight in the Boer War, but I wasn't permitted. Yes, yes, yes. I don't like flying, otherwise I would join the Royal Flying Corps. Is that why you have an interest in carrier pigeons? Rather them fly than I. And yet, shooting is your favourite sport. So they don't fly for long, do they? Look, 
I have decreed that the royal family no longer needs to marry into foreign royalty. What does that mean? They are free to marry from within the British aristocracy if they wish. I'm not sure that genetically that's going to work well, but okay. So is this why you changed your name? Yes. I have asked all members of the royal family with German names and titles to change them to those sounding more English. Such as? The Battenbergs have become the Mountbattens. The Duke of Teck has become the Marquis of Cambridge. Do you see now? Do you follow? Is that why the Kaiser said he was looking forward to the next performance of the well-known opera The Merry Wives of Saxe-Coburg-Gotha? That man has a very odd sense of humour. There is only one way to know if you truly are King George V. And what's that? Show me your tattoo. Next time, it's Edward VIII and the retirement home. Lucky so-and-so. The Lost Tapes of History podcast is a Synth 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact-check what you've heard on this monarch, visit our website, losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Synth79P and use the hashtag Lost Tapes of History.